This podcast presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The host purpose is to suggest some possible explanation, but not necessarily the only answer to paranormal phenomena. We have not yet begun to touch the surface into these supernatural occurrences. With that being said, welcome to the Paranormal Journal. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Paranormal Journal. I'm your host, John Curley. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another fabulous night of the Paranormal Journal. Well, <clears throat> after the uh, holiday weekend, you know, Sunday was Mother's Day, and uh, would like to uh, say Happy Mother's Day to all those ladies out there. You deserve it. That's your day, and uh, without you, you know, we would be nothing out here in the world. And I've, that, that's definitely how I believe. And we need women. We need women in our lives, and especially men. You know, they're a big force in our life, and uh, I definitely believe. We need women in this world for sure, and I'm glad they have that day because uh, they deserve it. But that being said, tonight's episode, episode 22, calls from the dead. Now this is interesting because you know I never thought something like this would kind of happen to me, but what's weird is it happened the week leading up to Mother's Day, and my mother's still alive, but my aunt passed recently uh from a uh, a lung disease and i'm telling you it was uh it's a very difficult she fought it for a lot of years and uh, she finally succumbed from it and uh with all this covid stuff it's really kind of sucked because no one could really visit her and you know my mother and the immediate family got to visit her but a lot of people could uh not go in and visit her which was very hard and she she passed alone unfortunately because of this COVID crap but uh <clears throat> it was weird you know i never thought this stuff would happen i've read a lot of things with uh people that you know have received calls from the dead and you know their, their loved ones and i'm going to read a couple uh stories from people that have received calls from from their dead ones but uh from their uh, from their past loved ones i shouldn't say from their dead ones that was kind of bad but uh yeah they received calls from their, their lost loved ones after they've already passed which is very interesting to me as an investigator because you don't you know it's kind of a thing that you you know you're trying to wrap your head around is how are they using these devices to make a call you know which and, and leave messages now, the thing that happened to me it didn't leave a message but called my phone and i don't really have any explanation for it whatsoever which I'll, I'll tell the story here uh it was really weird i was working uh last I think it was wednesday and i was on a job site i'm a uh, senior superintendent at a, at a construction company and i was in a job site and i came out and i had a missed call on my personal phone and i, I looked at the personal my personal phone it's a missed call i'm like i was calling my phone i might be able to call my personal phone or like maybe my wife for like emergencies or something like that so i'm like okay and i look at it and it's uh it's my cousin and uh what's weird is my cousin doesn't have my phone number i've never really talked to her over the phone ever in my life any conversations we ever had were face to face and you know, we were never really, really close like that to have exchanged numbers, but you know, it was my aunt's daughter. 
and you know she had a son my cousin and you know we're my me and my other cousin were pretty close but me and her weren't, weren't really close uh she's family she'll always be my family too and you know but we weren't really that close where we talked on the phone and she had my number and I had her number. It was always, you know, family functions. We seen each other. We talked to each other and that was it. Well, her number comes up on my caller ID and I'm like, this is really weird. Why would she be calling my phone? I'm hoping something's not wrong in the family. Like I'm thinking something's wrong. Something, somebody passed away or something in the family or, and uh, I'm just, kind of baffled by why she would be calling my phone. So I called it. I called her number back. I didn't know how she got my number to begin with, but because um, I definitely didn't have hers. So I called her. No answer. Goes to voicemail. Then I wait about 20, 30 minutes. I call her again. Still no answer. Goes to voicemail. I recognize her voice on the voicemail. It's definitely her. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. I said, well, if it's something important, you know, all my, my whole family knows that I do paranormal investigations. So I'm thinking maybe she's getting in contact with me with, uh, she knows why it's having some kind of paranormal event and you know, they want their house investigated, something in, around that nature or something's happened in the family, uh, which was kind of weird because I thought, well, if something happened in the family. Why would my mother call me? My mother would usually call me about, about things like this. And it was, it was just weird. So, you know, I didn't, pay any more mind to it if she needs me she'll give me another call back well you know, the whole day passes by and around two o'clock two two thirty i get a text from her and she said uh she didn't even know it was me actually she's like who was this text in my who was this that called my phone you left you called twice and you didn't leave a voicemail but i seen your your numbers on here and i'm like this is your cousin. She's like, your cousin? I was like, yeah, this is your cousin, John. And um, she was like, okay, like, why are you calling me? I'm like, no, no, no. You called me at 1027 a.m. And I'm just returning your call. And she said, I never called you. I'm like, what do you mean you never called me? I said, I got your, I got your missed call on my phone. He said, I never called you. I was asleep at 10 a.m. I work at night and I was sleeping. And that's kind of coincides with when I called her that she never answered the phone because she was asleep. And uh, automatically I, I, I started thinking, wow, this is really weird. Why in the hell? Who the hell called me then? And she was still kind of baffled of how I got this phone call from her. And I screenshotted the missed call with her name and she said john my name hasn't been that since 2016 i changed my name's been changed since i've been married since 2016 she said i she said i'll send you my phone bill she sent me in her phone bill and her phone name her phone bill it was in her married name but her name came through my phone as my aunt's maiden name <laughs> I'm I was blown away. Uh, I was like, "Wow, um, I don't I can't really explain that." Like it, it was really weird. It gave me a really weird feeling. And I'm like, "If you didn't call, then who in the hell called?" And we were both 
kind of wigging out about it because who made the call? You know what I mean? Like, who made the call from her phone if she didn't do it? And how does he get my number? You know, and this is all leading up to Mother's Day weekend. I mean, this was last week. Uh, this was Monday night. So, you know, it's, I didn't do a show last week because I was kind of trying to figure out how I was going to do this show with, with after all this, you know, happened. I was going to definitely do a, a show about this because I've always been interested in it. And it happened to me and I, I couldn't believe it. And I, I spoke to a, a good friend of mine, which is Christy. She's uh has a medium abilities and she said, you know, you always wanted to want you know, wanted a family member to reach out to you and, and talk to you and let you know that there is something else. And I said, Well yeah, I have. I've always wanted that to happen, but it's never happened. She goes, It just happened. I'm like, What do you mean? She goes, It just happened. You wanted confirmation about something, you got it. She said, you got it. You got you you just received a call from something from beyond. If you didn't do it, if she didn't do it, there's no there's no explanation for it. I'm like, there there really is no explanation for it because my my cousin really had no idea who the hell called that she was asleep. Strange. I mean, it gave me the willies. I mean, I was uh it was kind of Kind of got me teared up a little bit because I'm like, was that my aunt reaching out right here before, you know, this Mother's Day weekend to my cousin and then reaching out to me? Um, it was kind of uh, humbling. You know, I never really thought that kind of stuff would happen. And it happened. It's, I'll tell you, a lot of things have really been happening to me that uh, I never thought would happen. Uh, really, really strange. It's <laughs> I, I really can't explain it. It's weird. It's really weird. Like my my cousin was totally blown away, and she goes, "I know you're into the ghost thing." She said, "But I didn't call you. I don't even have your number." And uh, she said, "Like I said, when I seen your number, I didn't know who the hell was calling me. Why? Why would you be calling me? And not leave a message?" And I'm like. You called me. I was just returning your call. You know, it's just totally weird. And it still has me freaked out today. I even told my mother about it. And my mother was like, well, you know, my mother had said that uh, before my aunt had passed, that, you know, if there was a way she could come back, she would do it. If there was a way she could communicate, she would do it. Now, was that, you know what I mean? Was that the uh, way she did it? You know what I mean? Was it that call that kind of reached out from the other side and said, hey, I'm going to do this, I'm going to make this call? And I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I'm still wrapping my head around it. And uh, I really can't have a, I don't have a rational explanation for why that happened my mother's like well maybe the lines got crossed and this and that i'm like i'm I'm not understanding the whole lines getting crossed thing you know what i mean like i didn't understand i'm like she never made the call that's what's really paranormal about it is that she never called me and she didn't have my number i didn't have hers 
it just came up on the in the on the caller ID, and I recognized that's my cousin. You know what I mean? Like, and I didn't know that she was married. She had been married uh, since 2016. I had no idea because I haven't been in contact with her in all those years. And uh, <clears throat> but I, it was her maiden name. That's how I knew it was her. I'm like, why would she be calling me? I even my brother was even with me at the time. Just me and my brother worked together. And uh, I actually I came in and I went out to get something to see the missed call with her name on it. And I, I actually went back out, back into the job site. And I was like, God, oh, man, that was weird. He's like, what? I was like, I just got a call from our cousin. He goes, well, why, why would she be calling? I was like, I don't know, man. I'm thinking maybe something happened to her brother or, uh, you know, my cousin's battling drug addiction. Uh, he's He's been clean for almost a year and uh, i was automatically thinking the worst you know i was like maybe something happened to my cousin um why would she be calling me something didn't happen to him and i was like maybe something happened to him or something i was really worried at first i'm like oh no maybe something happened to him you know i, I haven't been in touch with him in a lot of years but uh, you know, he's still my family i still love him and uh it was uh freaking me out for a minute because i didn't know what was going on and i'm like oh, my, my mother would have called me if it was something with my immediate family you know and i just it was weird but then you're getting this call from <laughs> from what and I, I don't i have no idea i it just it's baffling me to, to this very second like i really don't understand what happened i definitely think it was uh, some kind of a paranormal event and i don't like saying that but without really hard evidence but i don't I can't explain it. She never made the call. She didn't make the call. You tell me. Was that something from beyond? Who the hell knows? I mean, I, I'm definitely pushing toward it was. Um, I can't explain it. You know, when you can't explain something, that's paranormal, right? It's above the normal. It's not normal. That's for sure to get a call from somebody and they never made the call. And it's under her maiden name, and her phone bill is no longer in her maiden name. Hasn't been in her maiden name since 2016. I don't think her lines crossed. It's just, it's strange. I'm, I'm I kind of wished I would have been there when the phone rang, so I could have picked it up. Now, you know what I mean? Maybe it would have been her, and she would have said something. That would have blown me away. I would have been blown away. And I, I'm kind of regretting I wasn't there to pick the phone up, to answer it. You know what I mean? I would want to answer the phone to see if, you know, as as an investigator, I really wanted to, to, to know, was it her? Was it really her? I, I mean, I don't understand it. Like, I'm, I'm still, I, I definitely think what Christy said, it's, it's, a, it's a message that, you know, hey, we're still here. We still can communicate. We're trying to communicate. I'm letting you know that I can do this. I'm going to make this call to you, you know, through my daughter's phone. It it just, it makes no sense. It really makes no sense that it happened. And she knew I was into the paranormal thing. And my aunt had weird paranormal things happened in her house and stuff like that. Uh, she had been like held down a few times by something in the house and it kind of freaked her out. It was 
really weird that my cousin, uh, her daughter said the same thing that uh, something was basically holding her down. And, um, you know, would sit on the bed, hold her down in the bed, things like that. I mean, that's really weird stuff. You know, I'd, I've never experienced anything like that. I think I did one time, but I, you know, I was dreaming and um, I had captured some weird EVPs in the house for after an investigation we did. Uh, you know, I was doing, I had messed my recorder up or something like that with the speed. So when I'm playing the your recorder back, you know, it's uh, it's really fast. Like, I'm like, oh, damn, I messed the speed up on this. I'm hoping I can fix this. So I'm, I'm messing with the speed, and I'm asking, you know, some standard paranormal questions. You know, is there anybody here to like to communicate, you know, that would like to communicate? And uh, lo and behold, I captured a really good EVP that I never heard when I asked it. But, you know, I asked, you know, is there anybody here who'd like to communicate? Just, you know, just asking a standard kind of EVP question in the living room of my house. And I play the recording back. And when I get to the part where I says, is there anybody here? A voice cuts over mine. Sounds like a male voice. It's like, yes. And I did not hear that at the time. But, you know, I just said a full sentence. Is there anybody here who'd like to communicate? And the voice cuts over mine. Yes. And my voice is still talking, but it totally drowns my voice out. And I never heard a damn thing. Um, it was freaky as I don't know what. And I still, when I still talk about it, I get cold chills and goosebumps. And it's, it's kind of weird because it happened in my house. And I'm, I'm like, wow, man, like something's followed me home. But right after that, I was having this really, these really weird dreams that something was holding me down in the bed. And I woke up one time. That, that something was choking me and I'd wake woken up and my head was kind of pushed into the the pillow. Like something was holding my head down into the pillow. And I freaking with all my strength, I was able to get up out of the pillow and I, I just sat up in the side of the bed. And my wife was like, what the hell's wrong with you? I'm like, man, I feel like something was holding me, holding my neck down in the bed, like, like pushing my head into the pillow. Like, I was laying flat on my back, but it felt like something was pushing my neck and head into the pillow. It was really, really strange. And the next day, my bedroom door kept opening up. Well, I always sleep with the bedroom door shut. And I woke up, and it was open. And I, I looked at my wife. I said, did you open that, the bedroom door? She's like, no, I didn't open it. I said, you didn't go to the bathroom or anything like that? She's like, no. And it was open. I literally sleep right next to the, the bedroom door. And I was like, man, that was really weird. I said, oh, maybe I opened it in my sleep or something. And so I shut it again. Boom. You know, shut it. Just to have it in me, I always sleeping with the door shut. I wake up again around 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, and the door's open again. I'm like, all right. Now, I know that door didn't open up on its own. It had to. It had to open up on its own. Uh, thinking I couldn't open up on its own, you know. I'm like, so I wake my wife up. I was like, Did you go to the bathroom again? She's like, No. I said, She was, Why? I said, The door's open again. And she's like, No, I didn't go. She goes, You're freaking me out. So just go back to sleep, you know. She goes, Freaky, I hope you didn't bring these stupid ghosts here because I'm really not, you know, into this stuff. So, you know, that was one, you know, these two nights back to back. And then I think 
maybe a couple of weeks later is when I heard the knocking on my uh, bedroom door. And uh, that was even more freakier. You know, my daughter was at a sleepover. It was just me and my wife in the house, and I'm laying in bed. I got the door shut. And boom, 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 three knocks on the bedroom door. I immediately sit up. I'm like, my wife, my wife hears it. I hear it. She's like, someone's in the house. I'm like, oh, God. Now, I do have a, <clears throat> a firearm for protection. And uh, I reach over to the dresser. I grab my firearm. You know, my dog is going nuts. He's growling. I'm like, there's somebody in here, man. Like, I'm going to have to use my firearm. I mean, you know, I've never shot anyone in my life, but I'm willing to shoot someone to defend my wife and my family. I'm I'm gonna have to do what I have to gonna have to do what I gotta do. So I figure, well, I'm gonna let the dog out. The dog's gonna probably attack whatever whoever it is, and then maybe I'll be able to get a couple rounds off and, and put him down. So I crack the door, dog takes off out the door. I'm hoping whoever it is, he's going to encounter him and, you know, and attack him. And then I'm going to be able to, you know, shoot him, you know, to defend, defend my house. And uh, the dog takes off and I don't hear anything. So I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. He's going through the house. I mean, he's, he's definitely knows something's in the house, but it's not, it's not a person. It's something supernatural. You know I mean? He's, his hair's on his back. I mean, he's, you know, he's in a defensive mode. I'm in a defensive mode. I'm I'm pissing in my pants almost because I've never had to deal with anything like this, you know. And I'm from Baltimore City. I'm from a pretty violent city. Uh, I'm used to dealing with this kind of things. But I've never had to really use a firearm on someone, you know. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to kill somebody. They're in my house, you know. Like, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to have to. And, uh, you know, we're searching the house, and there's no one there. The doors are locked. Everything's locked. It's just one of these events. It's kind of like the, like the phone call. You know, it's <laughs> it's something from beyond that's, that's doing it. You know, it's it really doesn't make any sense. So I'm going to read a couple of stories uh, that I've, I've seen online. They're pretty cool. So this one was uh, Uncle made one last phone call to the family said uh, my wife's uncle the family was all in the car on the way to the funeral this was at least 10 years ago so no spoofing numbers as far as i'm aware of all of a sudden my wife's mobile phone starts to ring it's an incoming call from her uncle she tries to answer it but it won't answer it keeps ringing nothing works she can't stop it or even decline the call. Guess it was his way of saying a final goodbye to the family. The uncle's phone was switched off and then a drawer in an empty house at the same time. Pretty weird, right? Kind of like what I had, almost the same thing. You know, I, I, I wish I would have been there to answer the damn call, you know, and that's what I was telling Christy. I was like, I wish I would have been there to answer the call, but maybe it was meant to be that way you know what i mean maybe it was meant to be that way it's just 
I don't, I don't, you know, it's, it's a weird, weird thing. I've never thought I would experience something. It, it totally humbled me. I never thought that that would happen to me, but it happened. So I'm going to read another one. This one's a great grandmother called to say, I love you. This is, this is a pretty good one. So it says, uh, so about a week after my great grandmother passed away, I was over visiting with my grandparents and we were all sitting around talking as usual with nothing out of the ordinary. Well, suddenly, their landline phone rings, and the number on the caller ID shows no name, and only the numbers 000 000 000. My granddad does this joke when he gets a, a weird call from someone he doesn't recognize and says, I don't know anyone named 000 000. So, and he lets out the answer machine and uh, lets the answer machine get it. So a minute later, it shows that the ominous number left a message on the answering machine, and we played it. As the message plays, there's about a 10 seconds of static noise like someone has a uh, bad connection. And then it stops, and we hear a woman's voice say, I love you. And we all immediately turned and looked at each other and didn't say a word. A few more seconds of static followed the words. And the message ends. We all recognize the voices belonging to my great-grandmother. What adds to my belief, what adds to my belief that it was her is that she had this weird thing where she would never say the words, I love you, to anyone. She was a sweet lady, but something about those words she would just never say, even if you said them to her. So I believe she regretted that, needless to say, she wanted to pass that message along to my granddad. Nothing else happened since, but I always remember that experience. That's a pretty good one. That's a really pretty good one. That's, that's really awesome, actually. I, I was That's kind of what I was kicking myself in the ass for not answering the phone. Maybe it was her wanting to say something, and I wasn't there to receive the message. You know, that's, that's the, the hard part about it. I was like, damn it, man. I should have freaking been in there to answer that call, but maybe it was meant to be that no, I wasn't supposed to be there. We got another one to read. There's a bunch of them on here that's uh, really, really cool. This one says, a friend left a voicemail after she passed away. It says, I had this happen back in 2011. One of the best friends, one of my best friends was, uh, was passing away from a terminal illness back then. I only had a, a flip phone. And I barely used it. One day, I was in a grocery line, and the cashier and I knew each other because all three of us used to work together. He asked me how my friend was doing, so I told him that the last I knew, she was in a coma. The lady behind me in line asked me if I was talking about, insert, I said, no, I'm not going to put the name on here. And we replied, yes. She informed us that uh, my friend had passed away in her sleep two days prior shook me to the core a few days later i got a missed call and a voicemail with no callback number and it was my friend's voice and she said madame malia it's uh, it's me use my real name of course uh <laughs> that's what she puts in the in the uh story here i'll always regret not answering that call maybe i could have talked to my friend from beyond i went to her funeral the next week 
held the top of her hand. Her hands were folded over one another on her stomach before I left. That that's sad. That's just kind of what I'm feeling. Kind of weird. Really weird. Like I don't, like I should have been there for the call. It's kind of like if I would have answered it, would would she have said something? It's kind of weird. Weird. I weirded out. I'm kind of freaked out. And another good one. Let's see. Uh, grandmother who had passed away left a voicemail. This is a, should be a good one. It says, uh, this actually just happened to me. My grandmother ended up having cancer in her liver, lungs, and the bottom of her esophagus. She was in the hospital for about 16 days and had a very small chemo treatment the day before she passed. It had been about six months since she had passed when the phone calls occurred. Since I worked in the ER at the time, I always wore my uh, Fitbit in case there was Ever an emergency at home, and I didn't have my phone on me. There had been a few family issues around this time with an aunt. Everyone hates selling things of hers and <laughs> stealing from my grandpa. I cried and pleaded out loud for God or my grandma to ease my worries and hurt. I fell asleep soon after I woke up, suddenly to my Fitbit vibrating, vibrating like crazy. Uh, I looked down and started checking who had texted me or called. It said, Miss Call from Grandma Brenda So, and a Miss Call from Grandma Brenda Home. I stared at my Fitbit and thought, okay, number one, her cell phone line is gone. Number two, even if the phone is still working, my grandma, my grandpa has his uh, own cell phone. Number three, why would my grandpa be up at 3 a.m.? There's that magic number, 3 a.m., right? And call me out of all people. I grab my phone, and I see the notifications don't even show up on my phone or in my call log. And then all of a sudden, I get two notifications of my phone saying voicemail from Grandma Brenda So and voicemail from Grandma Brenda's home. Wow. I didn't know if I should listen to them because I was freaked out. I did, and the first one was her saying, I hope all is well with school, work, and your mom. I love you. Just remember that always. Put your stress and worries aside. Call me back soon. That was enough for me. I didn't even listen to the second voicemail. Wow, you should have listened to the second voicemail. You should listen to that. Maybe it was something else that was important that she needed to say to you. I mean... It's it's heartbreaking and it's sad, but uh, in the same token, it might be a message that you needed to hear. It really, it really I'm, I'm hoping my aunt does call me back again because of, I hope I'm, I'm there when it, it rings and I can answer it. She's listening. Definitely do it. Call me back. So I'm going to go to a little commercial break. I got a, a little sponsor that uh, I'm going to be working with, the Ghost Gear. So I'm going to play their uh, their sponsor clip. They're going to have all kinds of new paranormal equipment coming out, and they're going to be making it. And they're going to uh, be a sponsor on the Paranormal Journal. And I'm going to play this ad for them right now. So I'm going to take a little break and uh, play this ad. So check it out. Are you looking for new and unique devices for your next investigation? Check out Ghost Gear. 
Your son doesn't have to break the bank. You don't need expensive equipment when Gear offers affordable and dependable devices that will help create a connection with spirits so you can take your paranormal investigation efforts further than ever before. Ghost hunting just got better with the ultrasonic motion detector. It's a must-have for your next ghost hunt. Just point it at the area you wish to detect motion in. The LED display will show how far away the object is. A green light means the object is moving away from the motion detector. A red light means the object is moving closer to the motion detector. There is also an audible alarm that indicates if the object is moving closer or moving away from the device. Ghost Gear helps you build a connection with spirits and confidently investigate potential hauntings knowing your equipment won't let you down. Visit ghostgeartech.com for your next paranormal investigation. Yes, sir. Ghost Gear. Check them out. Go to ghostgeartech.com and check out some of the new stuff they got. They got some pretty cool stuff they're inventing. And they're uh, very reasonable prices, so go check them out, man. They are awesome. And uh, I know I'll be checking them out and sampling some of their stuff because they do have some cool, cool-looking ghost gear. So check them out. So back to Calls from the Dead. Calls from the Dead, yes. This has been interesting. I've never thought this would happen to me, but it happened to me, folks. And I tell you what, it's a humbling, humbling experience. And uh, I'm glad that it happened to me. I, I think it was meant to happen for a reason because, like I said, I talked to Christy about this. She's a psychic medium. And uh, I basically had been talking to her about it for a while that I was really upset that you know, I've lost a lot of very good people in my family that I love very dearly, and um, I never seen them again. Like I, I was so open to see them again, and I really got into the paranormal for that. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to see them again. Sorry, my throat's a little scratchy, but uh, allergies. Uh, <clears throat> I always wanted to see them again, but I never. They never came to me like as an apparition or or damn it i wanted to see him so bad again and i never got a chance to see him again well christy said well you know sometimes they'll come at you in a different way you know this was before this has even happened you know that i had talked to christy and about this and she said sometimes you know she said just wait something might happen you still have a lot of life to live maybe it's going to happen down the road and lo and behold <clears throat> this has only been a couple of months later that I get this call, the strange call from my cousin that never made the call. Uh, and we were both kind of weirded out by it. I was waked out by it. I thought about it all week. I'm still thinking about it. I actually, I actually talked to my mother about it. And, you know, I was just like, this was totally weird. Even my father was like, that's weird, man. He said, that's weird. He said, if she didn't make the call, who the hell made the call? I'm like, she was 100%, 1,000% sure she didn't make the call. And I said, everything she said makes sense because I tried calling her the number back and it went to voicemail because she was sleeping. 
And she answered the phone right before she knows she was going to go to work. She goes to work. She thinks she wants to work at like three o'clock or something like that. And she called me at like two. And she's like, yeah, I'm like just getting up. I seen your calls and I don't know who it was. So it's just weird. It's just weird. And, you know, I'm, I'm reading some of these stories that I've, I've seen online about, you know, other people that have experienced the same thing. And I tell you what, it's, it's touching. It's really touching. I'm going to read a couple more because I, I really like them. They're really, they're actually really fascinating. So this one is a uh, best friend's phone didn't stop calling until after the funeral. Ooh. So let's check this one out. Uh, it says, when my best friend was murdered, oh, wow. I had multiple calls from her number. First, right after she died, I figured, I figured this out by uh, comparing notes with the friend that survived. And telling her what I saw and when the call came through. There was only a whisper on the other end. I couldn't tell exactly what the voice said, but it sounded like help her. Which we get that a lot in cases. We can help me a lot in cases. I don't know what that means, but uh, let me continue. Uh, it was about 30 minutes to an hour before I was supposed to start calling the police to send for help. If they didn't return. I was so freaked out, I called a close friend and told her, she asked, she asked what my gut instinct said to do to follow that and call her back after I called the cops. After police showed up, I called, I called here, I could, oh, I could hear them telling the murderer to sit down and the murderer saying he didn't mean to. I was later told that there was, no cell signal up there, and that getting that call would have been impossible. But I heard it clearly. The day after she was murdered, I got a call from her number, and so did her husband, a friend of the family, and her sister. Occasionally, we would get calls from her, her number until a week after her funeral. The phone was in evidence with the battery removed. Woo. Woo. That's creepy, huh? She was, so they were definitely getting calls from her phone, and she had already been murdered. Oh, wow. At least they caught the scumbag that murdered her. Uh, here's another one. It says, uh, wife received loving call from her husband. It says, my grandpa passed away a year ago, almost a year ago, and I was sitting in the living room with my uh, grandma, chatting and having some snacks. The house phone started ringing. She picks up the phone. And her face went completely pale. She hangs up and starts crying. Now, my grandpa had just passed at this moment, and we were all really sad and depressed since he was such a kind and caring soul. My grandma explained to me through tears that my grandpa had called her. She said she recognized his voice, and he was whispering that he was okay and that my grandma would be okay, too. Even without him, she would be okay. They had been married for 61 years. Oh, that's awesome. And they were still madly in love with, and still madly in love when he left us. This helped my grandma a lot. And she wasn't a believer in paranormal stuff, but it made her think a lot about that and is really open-minded about this stuff now. We often discuss this, and we all agree that it wasn't some kind of joke. 
we had a lot of strange things happen after his death. But always on the good side of strange. I miss him a lot, but it helps me to think he's okay and he's showing us he is too. Oh, that's pretty awesome. 61 years, that's a long time to be married. Wow. This goes to show you, man, love stronger than anything. It you know, lives on. It lives on and uh some people when they pass their they they you know that connection with their husband or their wife is that strong that they wait for him and they wait for him that's pretty cool pretty awesome here's another one uh man there's so many of them on here this is awesome i love it uh unearthly music from the afterlife being sent by by father hmm this one says i also received a phone call on my landline soon after my father passed in 2006 Mine came up as unknown. See, it's coming up as, as unknown again. That's kind of weird. Uh, I wasn't in the mood to talk to anyone and let the answering machine pick up as I listened. What came through was nothing of this world. Unearthly music. Imagine the flowers and butterflies being able to sing. I don't have any words to describe what I heard. I was covered in goosebumps from head to toe. I quickly went I quickly went to listen to it again and after it ended there was no message on the machine. Although there was plenty of room and no unknown number showed up on the caller ID, I believe it was a message from my dad. He didn't believe in an afterlife. He thought once he died, that was the end. That was it. Lights out, no more. Mom and I have had enough unexplained experiences that we believe there is more. I think it was his way of saying there is more. And I do too. I, I think that's probably his way of saying, hey, there is something else out here. There is this other existence and uh, I'm going to let you hear it. That is freaking awesome. Man, I'm, I'm liking these stories. They're pretty cool. Hope you guys like them. It's a little different from what I'm used to doing, but uh, I think it's pretty cool. It's kind of leading into exactly what, you know, happened to me, which was cool. I never heard any voices, but something definitely called my damn phone, and I'm still freaked out about it. And uh, I don't, I, this is one to go down into paranormal books for me because it happened. It happened to me. And I, I definitely thank Christy because she uh, she was like, that's pretty awesome that happened. You know, she said, I, I always get goosebumps. I always get goosebumps and feel very happy when something like that happens. And I said, it, it definitely happened. I said, I'm, I'm kind of freaked out. It was weird. So this is, this is another good one. Siblings received a call from dad after he passed. Let's see. My, my dad passed away in 2016. I had his phone after he died, but I'd taken his uh, SIM card out and put mine in. So they were basically using his phone. And so his was left in my bedroom at home. Anyway, I was walking to work. My phone started ringing, and it was his number, and it still said Dad on the caller ID. I was freaked out, but I answered it, and all I heard was breathing, and then he hung up. I was really frightened, and I phoned my sisters to ask if it was them, but they said they got the same call. Ooh, spooky stuff. That's spooky, huh? That's really weird. That's awesome, man. I mean, that's really awesome. Whether it's him breathing or not, you know, I mean, why would all the other people get the same call, right? That, that doesn't make any sense. And the SIM card was taken out. So 
unless someone stole the SIM card, which I, I highly doubt. That was probably definitely him. So this one says, sister called and asked for help. Ooh, I don't like that. Oh, man, this is going to be a little tearjerker here. Uh, let's see. I lost my sister to suicide. Oh, wow. I put that inverted in commas because, uh, yeah, it's inverted in commas. Uh, let's see. Put that inverted in commas because I still don't believe it was suicide. For the fact that she left no no explanation from anybody, and more so, didn't tell me anything before it. Being a year apart in age, her and I were extremely close. I was asleep in my bed with my girlfriend when I was woken by my phone ringing. It woke her up too. This is how I know it wasn't me dreaming. It was 3.37 a.m. What the hell's the deal with the 3.30, 3 o'clock, 3.30 in the morning stuff with the paranormal stuff? It's really weird. I like these threes, man. This three, three in the morning stuff is really creepy. Uh, 3.37 uh, So I know this because when it rang, I looked at the screen to see what number was calling me and saw that, saw the time. It was a private number, unknown number. Usually I will not answer private numbers that call. But being half asleep and guessing it was probably a drunk friend ringing to be picked up from somewhere, I answered it. I said hello, and all I could hear was this muffled kind of static sounds. No one replied, so again I said hello. Again, no response. So I thought it was probably just a prank call or or some shit. Well, she put shit in there. Okay, so some, some shit, and I was about to hang up when I heard my name get called. Paul. It says Paul. We're whispery. It was clear as day and whispery and sounded 100% like my sister. I kind of froze and started to panic. Said said her name a few times, pretty much pleading to her. Then all I heard was, I'm sorry, I love you, please help me. The last bit is what has made me really upset and uneasy, so please help me. I asked where she was, and then I heard a really, really loud screeching sound, and then it went back to the dial tone. Wow. That's kind of kind of scary actually it's kind of like you know in the bible you know it says that you know your life is not your own to take and basically as i'm a catholic so a catholic we believe if you commit suicide that you go to hell it's your life's not your own to take it's god's life to take when it's your time to go when you commit suicide it's basically a sin a mortal sin, and uh, you go to hell for it. That's, oh, that's creepy, man. That's really creepy. Eesh. Get a little goosebumps with that. Got another good one on here. Let's see. This one's not really long. I'm going to skip that one. Yeah, this one might be good. Call in from Grandpa's disconnected phone number. Hmm. This one might be good. From Grandparents' disconnected phone number. Okay, so let's read this one. Uh, my grandmother died in February of 1996. She was outlived by my grandfather, who had died in 1989. 
after death, my father handled. What was I saying? Okay, my father handled having her utilities disconnected, and the home and farm were sold pretty quickly in 1999. I was running my family's new open business that was in a town about 120 miles north of where my grandparents were from and are buried. One day, the phone rang. I couldn't believe what I saw on the caller ID. It showed that the call was coming from my grandparents' long-disconnected phone number. My grandparents' my grandparents' names was also displayed. Was also displayed when I answered. There was no one on the line. I have no explanation for this and how it happened. Hmm, that's definitely a ghostly phone call, right? Unless somehow, you know, this is what my my mother was trying to get to the point. Maybe the lines got crossed of old connections and it came up. I'm just, I'm like, yeah, well, that'd be one thing if the line was, uh, you know, an old line. But it's still her number. And it came through as her name, her maiden name. It's not, I just, just, and she never made the call. I really can't explain that that's totally weird to me totally totally weird so this one uh this is another good one mysterious call from a from a body already in a casket what the hell well this one might be a good one so brief brief background i work for a company that answers phones and takes messages for businesses when they're closed we're out to lunch or after hours etc etc we answer for a variety of companies in different fields, including funeral homes and stuff like that. This situation has happened twice that I have talked to the person on the phone myself. So the first time it happened, I took the message from this lady whose mother had passed recently. Body was already picked up and dressed and at the funeral parlor. Visitation was scheduled for the following day. She calls, she calls and is weepy and asks if her mother's phone is still in their jacket pocket because they just got a call from her number. I end up dispatching the call, calling the director to deliver the message verbally. And he says that he'll call her, but the body is in the casket and the casket is closed. Waiting in the parlor, I say, wow, weird. And he kind of chuckles and says, this kind of thing happens more often than you would think. Wow. <laughs> so the phone was in the casket and it's calling their loved ones and the lid's shut. And the diversion director said, this happens more than you can, more than you think. Wow. That's really cool. There's a little short one here. This one says, my childhood friend died three years ago. Each week, I would get a call and a text from my childhood friend. She died from leukemia. She said she was calling to check in on me. I freaked out so much so that uh, I just don't answer the phone anymore because I get a call like every week. <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy. Like she gets a call every week and she's still getting calls every week. Good Lord. Very cool. These are some pretty, pretty cool stories. I never realized that uh, this many people 
had these kind of experiences. This, I mean, this list goes on and on and on and on. Wow. That's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm really humbled that this happened to me. I really am. Uh, I never thought it would happen to me, but it did. You know, I'm hoping maybe it, maybe it's going to happen again. Maybe it's going to happen again. And if it does, oh, I'm going to be pumped. I can't wait. I really can't wait. Cause I'm hoping I answer the phone and I hear a voice. Oh my God, I'm going to be freaked out. I'm going to be freaked out, man. I'm going to be like, whoa, that's definitely somebody I know. Whether it's my aunt or my uncle or my cousin or, you know, my grandfather or, you know, I definitely remember their voices. And uh, if I get a call and it comes through there, I hope I'm able to record it somehow, some way. You know, like, like right now, if I got a call, I'm clicking the mixer on and I'm recording. Because <laughs> I want to hear these voices come through here and I want to record them for... So I'll have them forever, you know, because a lot of people, you know, they, they're just getting in it. You're not really able to record it, you know, unfortunately, but uh, I'll tell you what, if I can record it, I'm going to record it. Well, folks, we're at the top of the hour and uh, I want to thank you guys for joining me tonight. And uh, like I said, happy Mother's Day to all you ladies out there. I did post it on the uh, Paranormal Journal Facebook page. Happy Mother's Day on Sunday. And I'm um, saying it again. Happy Mother's Day. You ladies deserve it. And thank you for being the women that you are. So, without further ado, this is going to be the end for tonight. We will be coming back on uh, next week for another episode of the Paranormal Journal. It'll be episode 23. I am going to have a real-life exorcist from the catholic church on folks this is going to be awesome 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 he's going to talk about some serious possessions that he's been involved in and uh, uh he's an archbishop for the catholic church from the order of the exorcist oh my god this is gonna be amazing i've never ever thought i would talk to uh my catholic priest that's really done exorcisms because they keep it really hush hush so to have this on is going to be, <laughs> to have this man on is going to be amazing, amazing, amazing. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. I'm setting up a date now. So uh, stay tuned. But I am going to have an author on, uh, Anna Manello, and I'm going to have Barry Conrad coming on from, Barry Conrad is a, um, a producer, a photographer, a videographer. And he's also a paranormal investigator that was a part of the San Pedro haunting. And he's going to go in very good detail of all the phenomena that happened to him in that poltergeist case, which is one of the most amazing cases in poltergeist history and paranormal history in the United States. They said Dr. Taft was involved with it, but not as much as Barry Conrad was. He was the main focus in this case, and uh, he's going to come on and talk about this case, which is going to be freaking amazing. So, oh, got a lot of good stuff coming up, folks. You're going to really like it. You're going to really like it. I'm going to be getting some merchandise, too, for Paranormal Journal. Uh, you know, you got to stay listening, and uh, we're going to have some giveaways. I'll uh, pick out some random names. we get this uh, podcast blown up a little more, and I'm going to give out some giveaways, some, like, coffee mugs and some shirts for Paranormal Journal. And uh, who knows, maybe you invite somebody on an investigation with, 
with uh, my team, the Harrisburg Area Paranormal Society. Maybe you can get a free trip to uh, Fort Mifflin with us and investigate Fort Mifflin. Who knows? So uh, keep listening, share this out here, and uh, get me get some more listeners to listen to the show because I got a lot to talk about. I've been doing this for twenty plus years, and I'm going to have some really cool guests on. Really, really cool guests on, and I'm going to be talking about all of the cases that I've done over the years, and I'm still doing. And new cases and new clients and you know it's just gonna be fun, fun, fun and paranormal. And I am gonna have Bigfoot people on. I'm uh, just trying to line up guests for that kind of stuff and people from MUFON. It's gonna be awesome. I'm telling you, it's just gonna be loads and loads of fun when it comes to this stuff. I love anything to do with paranormal. So you're gonna get all aspects of the paranormal when you listen to this show. So Without further ado, I am going to be getting out of here, but before I leave, I am going to play a local group that uh, I'm, I've known this kid since he was uh, in, in diapers, and uh, he's just trying to make it, man. He's got some really cool tunes. He's got some really cool uh, songs that he's written, and I'm going to play them for you. Like, this song is called Dig It. This is by the band Get Em Wet. Check them out there on Spotify, iTunes. They're very, they're getting out there. They're getting big. They're called Get Them Wet. This song is called Dig It. Check them out. I hope you guys like it.
Hold up, man, wait, this ain't heavy, no. Cause I can hear him say, Did you dig it like I do? Oh, can you dig it like I do? Oh, yeah. Just a cold heart lover, finally discovered, babe. Can you dig it like I do? Dig it like I do. Sing it, dog. Sing it. All right. That was, oops, sorry about that. That was get them wet, folks. That was get them wet. All right, folks. Well, I'll see you same time next week. Uh, definitely get the download, share it, love it. Remember, go to Podbean. Follow me on Podbean. They give you all the updates when I go live. And uh, like it, love it, share it. Thank you, folks. See you next week.